0: And shiner, gonna be an all nighter, and I just might find her at the water burger line, dance halls and Howdy, Um, howdy, howdy, everyone. everyone.
1: Welcome to another episode of Tex-ish, the show about some things Texas. And some things Denver, Colorado. (laughs) (laughs) We are reporting live from Denver, Colorado, and are getting ready for the Leadville 100 in a couple weeks, so we're up here getting acclimated, getting familiar with the area, and we're already missing home quite a bit. Absolutely. If you're in Texas today, thank God. Thank God. The Lord. We've got a really fun and exciting person to introduce you to today. Y'all with, are gonna love
0: this guy. Uh
1: he's awesome. We're gonna get to him in a minute. But first, as always, we've got our not sponsors. Not
0: sponsors. They don't sponsor us. Literally zero money. Giving us
1: zero money. No since money at the all. The beginning of this podcast. <laughs> Seth, it was our first not sponsor. Our
0: first not sponsor. Movies that are just okay movies that are just okay hey do you have a date that you don't really care about movies that that are just okay are you coming in with
1: high expectations but haven't been disappointed in a while movies Movies that are are just okay okay.
0: are you walking out of the theater and you're not mad but you're not glad and you're just kind of like okay movies Movies that are just okay okay. did you think
1: maybe i could have chosen another one if that was going to be the outcome
0: Movies that are just okay. Are you thinking to yourself, man, am I just missing something? And you rack your brain (laughs) going back to Cinema 101 in college thinking, what kind of themes am I not picking up on? And you realize some movies are just movies. Movies that are, that are just okay. okay.
1: We went and saw the movie Nope, and walked out thinking, "What?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Who's our other not sponsor?
1: Buddy? Our other not sponsor is Aaron Rodgers coming out the closet. <laughs> Aaron <laughs> Rodgers coming out of the, of the closet. closet. He's not just the MVP; he's also gay. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers coming out of, out of the closet. Who knew that ayahuasca had
0: such an impact on your sexuality? Aaron Rodgers coming out of the, out of the closet. closet. Best friends with Aubrey Marcus since 2010.
1: <laughs> out <of the> <laughs> Aaron, Aaron Rodgers coming, coming out of the closet. closet. If you don't get that joke, go look up Aaron Rodgers' is recent Aubrey Marcus <laughs> podcast episode. We listened to enough to know oh he's out of the closet, but not enough to know much more. <laughs> Aaron, Aaron Rodgers coming, coming out of the closet. closet.
0: I've got tension in my jaw. We, uh... oh god, <laughs> I just,
1: I just had so much tension in my jaw. And...
2: <laughs>
1: and, then new, and the new came along and worked it out. <laughs> oh, what is it about these ayahuasca guys that as soon as they take ayahuasca, they talk like this? I don't know, so man. It's thoughtful. just.
0: Um, the mother ayahuasca the mother uh, i was going to do
1: i was going to do the house the the dragon brew but decided uh, to do to the, the
0: just house. the house brew
1: hey, we're making fun of Dude, them they're, but, they're talking hey, to god so they're talking
0: to god and making millions of dollars so obviously we're the ones in the wrong yeah moment. all
1: right i want to do a full episode on this day in texas history by the way <laughs> okay fair so we'll get there but uh, december 23rd 1927 mm-hmm. is the date of the santa claus bank robbery that occurred in the central texas i'm not making that up that occurred in the central texas town of cisco okay. marshall ratliff dressed as santa claus along with henry helms and robert hill all ex-cons and louis davis a relative of helms held up the first national bank in cisco the robbery is one of texas most infamous crimes having invoked the largest manhunt ever seen in the state Eyewitness Boy's House wrote that this was the most spectacular crime in the history of the Southwest, surpassing any which Billy the Kid or, J- or the James Boys had ever figured. A little bit of background here. Marshall Ratliff was an ex-con who lived in Cisco before being tracked down and imprisoned for a bank robbery, and robbery in Valera, Texas by Cisco Chief of Police G.E. Bit Bedford. Though Ratliff was given a long prison sentence, he had been paroled just before the infamous bank robbery. He initially planned to rob the Cisco Bank with his brother Lee, but Lee had been arrested again. Ratliff pulled in Helms and Hill, who he knew from Huntsville, and a fourth man who was good with safes. Uh, They planned the crime in Wichita Falls. The safecracker came down with the flu, and the trio pulled in Davis, a relative of Helms, and a family man in need, promising a large return for his participation. During this period in Texas, three out of every four banks were being robbed every single day. And in response, Texas Bankers Association offered a $5,000 reward to anyone shooting a bank robber during the crime. In addition, Ratliff knew that he would be immediately recognized if he returned to Cisco. This made the heist a particularly dangerous undertaking for all four men, so Ratliff decided to conceal his identity by disguising himself, as Santa Claus. Such a disguise would also allay any suspicions by people in the bank. Stealing a car in Wichita Falls, they headed to Francisco and arrived on the morning of December 23rd. Um, yeah, then they robbed it and got shot.
0: Is that the premise for Bad Santa?
1: I mean, maybe. <laughs> I saw Grandma wow. kissing Santa Claus because he stole all the money. <laughs>
0: She's a gold digger. She's a gold digger.
1: Literally digging for gold.
0: Yeah. How crazy is that? That's knucking Futz.
1: Also, only in the twenties could you just like say, "Hey guys, if you see someone robbing a bank, just shoot them. Shoot them. Five thousand dollars."
0: I mean, it's Texas. I don't feel like that to encourage many people. I
1: mean, here's it's Texas. That might still be that a might law. still be that a might. Law.
0: If someone can check that, that'd be great. I mean, did so they they were eventually shot. Yeah.
1: By a police officer.
0: Okay. So, yeah, yeah. Nobody collected. Again, we need a whole
1: episode to go through. Because there was, like, a chase down, a manhunt. Dude, I love that. That's fantastic. They got caught. Um, We'll do deeper profile. Yeah, and uh, according to local sources, Santa did deliver gifts that year. Okay, so... So we they know, were Santa. They weren't really Santa. Okay. They were just bank robbers. Okay, well that's good. This would... also changes my perspective on any of those Salvation Army guys during Christmas now. Because oh, now I'm just so think. ever
0: ever since Jingle All the Way, I've thought none of these guys are reputable. Uh, none of these guys are big show. <laughs> 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 All
1: right, I want to hear about a small town of the week. Absolutely, no. Our I do. small town of the week is Cisco, a city in Eastland <laughs> County, Texas, famous for the famous San... <laughs> for the Santa Claus bank robbery. Yeah, the population was. 3,899 as wow. of the 2010 census. Cisco sits at the intersection of U.S. Highway 183 and Interstate 20 in northeastern Eastland County. Uh, you can trace its history back—excuse me, French burp, uh, trace its history back to 1878 or 1879 when Reverend C.G. Stevens arrived in the area, established a post office and a church, probably in the same building, and called the frontier settlement Red Gap. There's actually a Red Gap Brewing Company in Cisco. It's pretty good. Shouts out. Uh, About six families were already living nearby, and W.T. Caldwell was running a store half a mile to the west. In 1881, the Houston and Texas Central Railway crossed the Texas and Pacific, which had come through the year before, at a point near Red Gap, and the settlement's inhabitants moved their town to the crossing. The date uh, the trails crossed, May 17, 1881, is considered by some to be Cisco's birthday. Three years later, the town was officially recognized and a new post office granted. The town's name was changed to Cisco for John A. Cisco, a New York financier largely responsible for the building of the Houston and Texas Central... Uh, did I read that right? A New York financier largely responsible for the build, for the building of the Houston and Texas Central Railroad. Yeah. There you go. So, Cisco, Texas.
0: As we've many times established, you want the railroad. You want... in if If you are doing Oregon Trail and you get stuck in Texas, and you end up on a side quest, just invest in the railroad. Yeah, Man, if I could go back, I would just tell
1: someone in our family lineage, hey, move to Texas. There's going to be some messed up stuff while you're there. Sure. Don't think about that. Just invest in the
0: railroad. (laughs) Do you you want to hear about our uh, Texas badass of the week? I would love to hear about our Texas badass. Our weekly Texas badass is none other than Angelina Bell Peyton Everly. Say that five times fast. I couldn't if I wanted to. <laughs> Angelina was born on July 2nd, 1798, uh, and she died August 15th, 1860. You
1: Dude, know, she lived. Long she lived for a, for a long time, time, given the time
0: period. period. So she was an innkeeper okay. and a hero of the of uh, of Austin, Texas during the Texas Archive War. Okay. Here's the thing. She wasn't born in Texas, but as we've established during this particular time period, we can say you are a Texas badass if you do something noteworthy here yes. that we deem worthy of adoption. Okay. Right? This is the show about some things Texas and some things not. Yeah. Some things Colorado. Right. Some things <laughs> Colorado. So, Angeline was born in Tennessee. And uh, she eventually married her first cousin. Different time, everybody. Oh my god! Uh, John Payton. and they moved to Louisiana, where they opened an inn. This is oh, where they, she gets. They moved to Louisiana because everyone else is married to their cousins there.
1: Uh-huh. Oh, this one here. Uh, oh, they, oh, this one here. Oh, she
0: just wildcat. Oh, oh, she just uh, his cousin. <laughs> Don't worry, they 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 only second cousins. They so only second. Oh, it's okay. Weird. Uh, they opened an inn and a tavern in San Felipe de Austin from 1825 to 1834 when Jonathan Payton died, as okay. men often did. Yeah. Uh, Angelina continued to operate the inn, badass, in its own <laughs> I way. I was going to say, Angelina continued to marry her cousins. <laughs> Until the Texas Revolution. Okay. When the town was destroyed to prevent capture by Mexican forces. Sick common practice back uh, back in the day when people would invade your town, just destroy the town. Yeah, they can't burn they can't invade it. it if it's not there. <laughs> you, can't, <laughs> you can't take what you've burned to the ground. Can't can destroy what we've already burned. Exactly. Haha. <laughs> You're playing checkers, I'm playing chess. <laughs> so, in 1836, she met and married Captain Jacob Eberly, okay. a widower. They briefly lived in Bastrop and then moved to Austin in 1839, opening the Eberly House oh. on October 18th, 1839. President Lamar, you'll notice that Austin has a treat, Mm -hmm. Lamar. And his cabinet dined in her tavern, and his successor, Sam Houston, resided at the Everly House rather than living at the presidential mansion. Hey, oh. Now, Jacob Everly, like a lot of men did, Mm -hmm. died. Yeah. And this happened to happen in 1841. Now, about a year later, in 1842, this is December. Houston ordered the secret removal of the archives of the Republic to safekeeping in Washington on the Brazos. Mrs. Eberly, realizing that the symbols of national government were being removed from the city, fired a (laughs) six-pound cannon into the general land office building. (laughs) She fired a cannon (laughs) into an office building. At, like, a cannon.
1: (laughs) A six-pounder.
0: Which aroused the town to what it considered to be theft. It aroused them? It aroused them. Stay hard. We're just anyway, <laughs> sponsored by Chew. <Bluetooth>. Uh, <laughs> con- the ensuing conflict became known as the Archive War, okay. which was won by the Austinites and preserved Austin as the capital of Texas and keeper to the archives. Lots of other, you know, she, you know, she lived for a little bit, moved, eventually. Yeah, got, whatever. whatever. She fired a She cannon. fired a six-pound cannon <laughs> into an office building. So, basically. Uh, <laughs> so, so, Mrs. Everly, uh was essentially the Paul Revere of this particular uh-huh. historical uh, event in which Sam Houston, because keep in mind, Houston didn't want the Capitol to be in Austin. Yeah. He wanted it to be in Houston. Ergo the name. Ergo the name. But awesome. they were friends, obviously. They were friends. He lived at yeah. her boarding house. Obviously, she had that box. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, it's the elevation. So Texas badass. The Texas badass uh <laughs> Oh man. Angelina <laughs> Eberly, if you want to meet her, mm-hmm. has a statue. Okay. On South Con- on count on Congress, right outside the uh, one of the bank buildings okay. It's the statue of the woman firing a fucking cannon. <laughs> uh, if you want to see it. Uh, it's it's a, it's a great landmark. Is it it's do you have awesome. a picture of it? I, yeah, I have a picture of so, it. I'm so so the
1: monument is like this woman dragged out a cannon, yeah. aimed it at a building yeah. and fired it off herself.
0: Into a building.
1: Again, this is another one of those that only could have happened in the 1800s. Like, imagine trying to pull a cannon up to a bank in a Santa Claus outfit today. You've seen this. Like, you're going to
0: know what I'm talking about. That's what that is. That's what that is, yeah.
1: I've always just thought that was a dumb. No, that's. That's a, like, actually historical thing.
0: Yeah. So there you go.
1: Well, uh, lesson learned. You should stop and read the plaque more. Read the plaque. Uh, so there you go. That's, I like that's your my... version of the story better than what the plaque is. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, that is really cool that she just thought, wait, yeah, I Sam's mean, my friend, you but yeah. you can't just move
0: the archives. Hey, Sam, what are you doing up so late? You're usually asleep by now. Oh, not too much, Angelina. I'm just moving the archives to Houston so I can make it the capital. And here's the thing. She, she just goes, okay. Okay. Walks out. Have a good night, Sam. Walks out (laughs) and fires a fucking cannon (laughs) at a (laughs) goddamn building.
1: (laughs) And again, no one batted an eye. I mean, the Austinites were like, wait, for what? Oh, Oh, cool! Yeah, no, no.
0: Literally, everybody batted at night. Yeah. They were like, "Oh no, we're we're gonna fight the government." Yeah, keeping well, like they were on
1: her side. They right? were yeah, on like her no side. No one was yeah, like, yeah. "Why'd
0: you fire?" No, 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 no. Nobody was mad about the bill. Yeah, back to present
1: day. Um, if if yeah, you fired to, a yeah. cannon at, I don't know, like anything, Governor Abbott's mansion. Like, <laughs> at least some people. I don't. I don't feel that. Just I know. Don't,
0: don't point it at the wheelchair ramp because that's ableist. Yeah.
1: <laughs> without further <laughs> <ado>. <laughs> without further ado, everybody. <laughs> Joe
2: Bagley!
0: Good
1: there? You ready? Yes. Heck yeah. Boom. Howdy, 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 (laughs) everyone. Welcome to the interview portion of TechSish. We've been on an interview hiatus, but we met a guy that was just too good to turn down the opportunity to bring on the show. Joe Bagley, everybody. Uh, What's up, up motherfuckers? Joe Uh, is... How's it going? Oh, man. I'm so excited to be hanging out with you. We've been hanging out for a little bit today. yeah, dude. Talking on the pod. Thank you for your time just before we even get started. Yeah. Um, Joe is a comedian, podcaster, programmer, amazing guy, and also the newly minted host of the Capital Underground comedy show. Yes, sir. Easily
0: the best comedy show I've been to uh, non you know. Joe Rogan, Ron White. (laughs) uh, (laughs) Frankly, it was better
1: better than a lot of the Joe Rogan and Friends shows I've been to.
0: We'll get to that in a minute,
1: but we're just excited to have you on. Talk a little bit about your move to Austin.
3: I'm stoked to be here, too, because the thing is, like, I I like one of the things that i've really liked about being a member of this gym and i just joined like three weeks ago is it's good to hang around people that are like actively trying to do cool shit and when you're not hanging around people that are trying to do that a lot of the time and you're just sort of like i don't know just floating through life it you just get discouraged about shit a lot quicker Mm -hmm. and so i met you guys uh through this gym and i've met a lot of like just bad motherfuckers <laughs> just hanging out here. Yeah, I mean that sauna's a weird place. Dude, it right, uh, it's it the single the way place it looks, you for can sure. you know
0: talk about anything you want. Uh, yeah, judgment. Yeah, Did, all sorts of different. Do you views. follow
1: that uh, Overheard LA or the Overheard Austin accounts at no, all? Uh, no, no claim to fame. I so do you know about these pages? At yes, all? I'm aware yeah. of them. Yeah, so one time I was in the sauna, and a girl with blue hair is in there, and a guy walks in, and she goes, "Hey." so-and-so, and and he goes, I'm sorry, I don't know if we've met. And she goes, oh, my name's Rainbow, but that probably makes sense, because I change my name and my hair color every week. (laughs) So, like, she was talking to this guy like they had met before, and he was like, I don't know who
3: you are. No idea.
1: Yeah, and so then I sent that in, and they tagged me in the post. Let's go. And I thought, well, this okay. Is good. Dude, I thought this was anonymous, but... <laughs> oh,
0: yeah, exactly. Um, oh, shit, so
3: they just ratted you out.
1: Oh, immediately. And then the girl who said it saw it, too, and messaged me and was like, I didn't say I changed my name, and I was like, shit, the record's You said you changed your That's name. It's fucking hilarious. <laughs> but, yeah. but, dude, at the gym is happy to have you, I sort of... I almost laugh, because, like, you're saying there are these, you know, bad motherfuckers around here, mm. like, a lot of ripped people, strong people. Mm-hmm. Nobody here has the balls to do what you do. Get there's on, th- on on well TV. there's also three there's, other there's, comics. There's a couple other comics. Yeah. So like what you guys do week in and week out takes so much more courage than doing a bench press.
0: And that's just my personal yeah. opinion. So like I mean I did it once last year and I'm still working up the courage to do it
3: again. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be honest with you guys. So alright, I, I when I got out of college I lived in Boston for mm-hmm two and a half, almost three years, yeah, right? from the Northeast? Yeah, or? I'm from Connecticut. Gotcha. And so I was living there, and I'd been listening to a lot of Rogan and Bill Burr and stuff, <laughs> and I'd wanted to do this for a while. Yeah. Burr has this speech about basically being in your fucking um, – At a point in your life where you've never gone after anything and you're sitting next to someone that you're unhappy with. (laughs) And he's like, it's better to be in a futon Mm -hmm. in your 40s chasing your dreams than it is to just like give up. And so I went out in 2016. I tried stand up for the first time and I bombed so fucking bad (laughs) that I didn't go up for a whole year.
1: Did he work on material wow. for a year or was it no, just? No, I just was I like, it once, yeah, I was
3: like, I'm done. So actually <laughs> once is an exaggeration. I went up once, then I went up again, bombed so bad. And the comedians are so unfriendly in Boston really too. Hard, yeah. And that, that's yeah. always been the
2: vibe, right?
3: Yeah, but it's like there, it used to be warranted. It used mm. to be like Boston was a place that bred the best comedians in the world. Yeah. And, Burr, and now it breeds fucking <laughs> yeah. losers and yeah. they act like they're the best comedians in the world. Yeah. And there's not a whole lot of good shit going on there. Yeah. But I got my ass kicked so bad, and then since 17, I've been doing it regularly, but yeah. I would say it took 500 times on stage before I was, like, not shaking, nervous. Holy crap. Yeah, cause and, it it it's fucking wild.
1: Yeah. Is it the crowd that makes you nervous, or is it, you know, is this funny? Is this funny? Am I um, going to time it right, or is it just everything?
3: It's, uh, uh, I think it's, it's... To be honest, it used to just be the fact that I was in front of people mm-hmm. and I had to perform to people, right? Like, mm-hmm. that used to freak me out. Now the only thing that gets n- makes me nervous is when I know people in the audience. Interesting. Wait, so yeah. we made
2: it worse when yeah. we came to that show. No, I love that you guys are there. <laughs> okay, cool. I love
3: having you all there, but like... It's like, uh, it just puts a little extra pressure on because it's like, if I bomb, I gotta see y'all motherfuckers again. Right. And that's not good. Like, I've bombed yeah. wicked bad at a show where nobody knew me and I just go, who gives a fuck? Yeah. You know, I'm never going to see these people again. Not coming to this town again. Yeah. You know? And that's totally fine. Yeah. And uh, I, I ruined some people's nights and that's, that's okay. Yeah, uh, I do
0: think it's interesting that comedy is one of those things where if you enjoy it and you go out for it, uh-huh. you do run the risk of seeing a not funny show. Yeah. Uh, which is kind of interesting in the entertainment world so like Mm. for you what does the art form of comedy mean
3: i mean i think that's a good point that you don't really know what you're getting into right (laughs) because you can look up a like i don't know you there's so much data for everything right like you can go on imdb Mm -hmm. look up every movie that's in theaters right now yeah and basically be your odds of having a good time are pretty good pretty high you You can
1: dictate it too you can be like well this reviewer said this this reviewer said this and now exactly this movie i know i'm going to enjoy
3: i know i'm going to fucking love it even like just for me to sit down on my couch and watch tv at night i don't want to waste three hours of my time (laughs) to watch something that's just going to be all right yeah i do way too much IMDB rotten tomatoes <laughs> research just to watch something. So when you come to a comedy show, it's like the 10, 20, 30 bucks, mm. not that big a deal. But you're going to be in that seat for an hour and a half. Yeah, uh-huh. And uh if the people are bad at running a comedy show, you could be in the seat for two and a half <laughs> hours. hours. So what does it mean to me? I think honestly it's like it the reason I got into it is it's a place to say what the fuck you want. Yeah, but it's also like it's a privilege it's a really high privilege to get up there and just get to say whatever to people and really speak what's on your mind and just get the chance to get the high of mm-hmm. making people laugh. Yeah, well, you're also saying yeah. what's
1: on everyone else's mind. Mm-hmm. I, I think that, especially not to get on the political soapbox because that's mm-hmm. not really what we do here, but Don't I step think. Up there, but do it. I'll Send it. it. I forgot my soapbox. <laughs> phone, but there is a reality that comedians, right now, especially, yeah. aren't just saying what's on their mind. You're. Kind of saying what's on everyone else's mind, but y'all are the ones that get to say it.
3: Well Burr's the Burr is the master of that. Burr's right? the master, because yeah. Number one. Burr will <laughs> take something that has been like the best jokes are the shit that yeah. is everybody's been thinking about, but it's right there, but nobody's mm-hmm. articulated it, or we've all had that like common thought, mm-hmm. but nobody's spit it out for whatever reason. Yeah. Like I I don't know. He had that great joke in the last one where he was talking about um
0: the Red Rock special.
3: I haven't seen the Red Rocks one yet. Okay, cool. So cool. the one before the Red Rocks one, because there's so much good comedy so out much right good now. Comedy. Oh yeah, like so much like good the shit.
0: Last week you had uh, Bill Burr's Red Rock special dropped, Whitney Cummings jokes, mm. uh, Andrew Schultz, and uh, somebody else dropped a special too. Oh, and Dave Chappelle's just like talk. Mm. So like you had these heavy <laughs> Dave hitters. Dave Chappelle's Instagram story, Instagram story that story Netflix did. put on Netflix. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like so to your point.
3: Yeah, there's you have options. Some bad motherfuckers yeah, just yeah, dropping yeah. shit on a regular basis right now. And there's yeah. all these people that are just coming up, too, super quick. Oh, yeah. You know, just yeah. releasing just badass shit.
1: And I think a lot of it, we want to talk a little bit about Austin and your experience mm-hmm. here so far. But, you know, you mentioned Burr. Do you want to go back to the origin for a minute? Mm-hmm. Went to college in the Northeast, grew up in the Northeast. When did you, like, start paying attention to comedy? And what really made you think, like, I want to get on stage and be a comedian?
3: I don't know dude I There's some people That thought they were like I don't know Have never really been funny mm-hmm. And I was like I've been I'm pretty funny off stage I think I could be funny on one <laughs> Yeah And it was For me It was just Years of Training myself To talk the way I talk off stage On stage mm-hmm. Because I can still, I can, by all means, I can be fucking awkward and weird and, like, I, dude, it it happens to me all the time. I'll just, like, slip up. I get awkward and nervous for some reason. (laughs) But when I'm fucking on, I'm on. You know what I mean? And I'm just, like, I got to figure out how to do that. And it's just, I I don't know. I think it's the most fun thing in the world to crush a comedy. It sucks the worst when you're doing bad and you got to be up there for a while. (laughs) I don't think there's anything that I hate more than doing bad
0: shows. It's good encouragement, though, right? Yeah. It's like... Well, if I do badly, this is gonna hurt worse than anything. Yeah. So I'm obligated and you know
3: motivated to do well. Hundred <laughs> percent. Like doing well, it's like, yeah, a, a bomb. I it fuck it fucks with your soul, yeah. man. Yeah. Like For it. Days, right? Yeah. Do you feel like you learn
0: from the bombs more though?
3: Some people say that I don't. Yeah. I just really just don't. I'm yeah, <laughs> like <just> curious. Say- <laughs> well,
1: it's not, to revi- <laughs> not to revisit your trauma, but what's yeah. what's one bomb that you just okay just wicked uh, hard bombs?
3: You. I mean. We could talk about the early Boston bombs uh, real bad, too. Um, the Boston, Boston <laughs> bombs. Oh, wow. And were those at, yeah.
1: like, Boston Comedy Club? Or were those at no, oh, they were. Like a marathon or something? Yeah. That, <laughs> that was, <laughs>
3: they were, wow. Yeah, that was nice. nice. Yeah. Taking, out, taking out oh, people nice. by the legs. Comedy. Um, <laughs> by the way, is that one? Is that One of those is red. Is that so, all good? Yeah, yeah. That's all, all good?
0: good? I'm still hearing you. I, I know that uh, some of the road, like, can be distracting Um, no 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 i I have the same one
3: and i'm just uh i get i get hyper aware of it sometimes It's like
0: a different mic so like it might peak a little bit and Mm. i've got an eye on it hell yeah yeah. but
3: uh okay so bad bombs i've had this one all right everybody's got a corporate gig story um (laughs) (laughs) they're never fun and, and yeah. you
1: say yes because of the check right? yeah and like, at yeah. the
3: time i mean yeah. i was making no money doing stand up and i got offered like 750 to do 30 minutes and i'm like yeah yes please 100 i've been doing <laughs> yes. comedy two years that's by far the largest check i've had yeah. and it wasn't close mm-hmm. um yeah. and so i went to do it and i had this whole set lined up and the guy who's running it was just like hey man if you could roast our CEO, that would be really good. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And I was like, yeah, let's do it. So.
1: And they're doing that like, you're the funny guy.
3: Yeah, hey, you're the funny guy. Get up and roast him. So they go, what would be hilarious is, like, he hasn't had a job in tech in a while. And we think that it would be real funny if you gave this guy a mock interview from the stage. And uh, okay. I was like, I don't. I think that's a really bad idea. Basically, yeah. <laughs> is what I said. And they're like, "No, you should do it." So yeah. I get up there. It goes okay, and then I was just like, "CEO, what's going on?" Start talking to this guy. He's in the back of this conference room. So first of all, you got everybody at these round tables, and I'm yelling to the back of the room to get this guy to do a mock interview. And He's like, "No, no, no!" And then he gets <laughs> up, and uh, they were just gave me a list of interview questions to ask him, thinking it would be funny. And they're like, "So what's a?" Uh, how would you do like a for loop of async operations? And everybody's like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, everybody's just baffled. Nobody yeah, knows yeah. why I'm bullying the CEO, but also <laughs> just like failing, not even like funny bullying him. I'm just, just dying. Just being mean. Yeah. Dying a slow death up there. Yeah, oh and uh, man. it was, it was horrible. Like, oh my God. Yeah. I don't know. So that's one of the worst I've ever bombed. The other ones are like just early Boston open mic days. Yeah, yeah. You would literally go to these places at like seven at night, and like it was every Tuesday, right? So mm-hmm. if the Bruins had a playoff game, it was still every every, every Tuesday. <laughs> and so the bees would be like, I think the bees, if I'm not mistaken, in 2017. I think they made the playoffs it was did, the Bruins yeah. or the Celtics. Mm-hmm. They both had a little run, so we were regularly turning off playoff games to do stand up. Yeah. And uh
1: so people are already probably Yeah not
3: happy. That right? sucks. I mean people down here don't give a shit. I was on stage when the Celtics lost the NBA finals this year and um just nobody nobody cares. Nobody yeah. cares. Yeah. No one gives a <laughs> fuck. It's wild. Yeah. through <laughs> Transplant City, yeah. right? Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah. Dang. And so what as you've like started to hone your craft, mm-hmm. how long do you think it took to like get to the point where you thought this is my comedy? It's not like my version of Bill. Still
3: getting there, Still getting you there. know. I, it's tough to figure out because eventually, like a bit, you'll see something similar that somebody Dude, else yeah. is doing, and that sucks. I wrote this joke. Um. I wrote this joke where I was talking about that I was into like a very niche type of porn that only <laughs> I liked and it was called regular fucking, right? <laughs> just, I was like, it's impossible to find. I don't know how to search for it. Yeah. And I've been working on the bit. I came down and another comic uh, is doing the same bit word for word. And But he's coming from New York and so there's no way he could have stolen it. Right. It's not yeah. on the internet. He wouldn't have seen it. It was just wild to just think like, Not only is it parallel thinking, it's like parallel to a team. Like to the team. Like we had the same Same fucking thought. Yeah. So it's tough because a lot of people are going to talk about the same ideas, Mm -hmm. have similar things, but it's like exactly yeah, hundred (laughs) percent. I don't know if anybody's watching the same shit as me, (laughs) but uh, I'm giving it up for the month. By the way.
1: Good job. Hey man. I'm trying to do that. Yeah.
3: So there, life's momentum, right? Yeah. You guys know this. I fucking fucked up my hip. A couple months ago i stopped working out yeah dude when you don't work out for like three weeks and you try to get back in here what does it feel like like what does it feel like for you
0: i don't know that i've ever gone three weeks uh uh i mean if if i go 10
1: if i go like a week or 10 days and i come back in i'm huffing i'm puffing Mm -hmm. i hate everything it's that moment of like it would be easier to continue not working out 100 percent, when it's like the mental thing more than anything
0: else yeah
3: Yeah, and but then like when you do it every day the yeah. momentum like just we came curious. in here today. It, yeah. was it yeah, there wasn't even a thought of no. like maybe I shouldn't go. No. It's, yeah, It's it's just what we were gonna do. Yeah. Right? So I've got two things where the momentum is very much so on the other side. I don't have yeah. an addiction to pornography at all. I've just been watching it before bed. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. And I uh I haven't I wanna meditate every day too. Yeah. And I just can't pick up the habit. Yeah. So I, I called my buddy yesterday. And I was like, hey, mm-hmm. man, um, we used to do this thing during quarantine. We picked a month, mm-hmm. and we would just go, you have to work out every day for yeah. at least 20 minutes, and if you don't, you Venmo the other guy 20 bucks. It's and a good one. It's a good accountability, yeah. <laughs> it's great. And we've done it. We've gotten some crazy shit done with, like, writing and stuff. Yeah. And we just haven't done it for a year. And I hit him up, and I'm like, I'm struggling with this, dude. I'm like, I'm not struggling with the porn. I can shut it down whenever I want. Mm-hmm. But I know that if, unless anybody, somebody steps in and I have a reason not to, yeah. I'm not going to fucking do it. Mm-hmm. So... uh I was just like, I'm gonna Venmo you twenty dollars every time I do this, and every time I don't do this, and he was like, okay, I'm gonna do the same. That so time. we're going all August. All right. And um, I don't know how we got on that topic. Oh, the bit, but <laughs> the but <laughs> but dude, like, like life is momentum, yeah, right? Yeah, momentum. And it's like a lot about like what the people around you are doing, and that's why I like that I'm friends with you guys now, because mm-hmm. you moved to a new city, right? Mm-hmm. And so many. Austin's a little bit different, but so much of moving to a new city and meeting new people is just like, oh, I made a friend, somebody to hang out with, so this is who I'm hanging out with now, and yeah. you really don't put a lot of thought into yeah. anything beyond that. Yeah. Not like, do I vibe with this person? It's like, I'm new. I need people to hang out with. <laughs> yeah. And uh, when you enter a place like this where people are trying to do cool shit, people are in shape, people are... Uh, I don't know, like, everybody's doing interesting things. Everybody here has a podcast. I-, I met a guy in the sauna who runs the fucking DMT shaman ceremony thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that yeah. Guy. Yeah, The yeah, wolf, that guy.
1: wolf tattoo guy? Yeah. Or- yeah. 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 yeah.
3: There's some bad motherfuckers here. Mm-hmm. And it's good, like, when you hang out with people like that and you build a little bo- mm-hmm. momentum around it, your life changes real fast. Oh, yeah. 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 And, like, like,
0: you are your environment, right? 100%. Like, the people you hang around with, the things you hang around, which brings up, something I've always been curious about the life of a comic is mm-hmm. not necessarily an easy life, not just because it's tough to get up and tell jokes. Mm-hmm. It's late nights. Uh, yeah. People tend to drink hard. You know, people, a lot of comics I know tend to get very depressed about their, you know, their station in life. Like why, you know, why they haven't made it or popped yet. Mm-hmm. So how do you combat those things?
3: But coming to a place like this too, yeah. I really think so. Yeah. Dude. Cause I, I'll be honest, I have been known to just absolutely fucking rip it with the booze. I mean, sure. yeah, I love getting hammered. I mean, I made you shotgun a beer on my birthday a couple of days ago. <laughs> there, was, there was no How forcing. Did he do?
0: <laughs> yeah. How did he do? It was my first one he ever. He did good. Did good? Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, good job. Yeah. Yeah. Hull, the hole was too small. Uh, yeah,
3: but yeah, he still sorry, finished it, which I finished is it, even yeah, yeah. more impressive. Because when the hole's too small,
1: yeah, I mean, you really yeah. have to like you gotta yes. like yeah, to it's like, not like just it opening your gullet; you have to like suck it. It's not in. like other situations in life where the hole's real small and it yeah, makes you finish sure. faster. Yeah, but... Yeah, um, <laughs> uh, score
3: and there boom. You go. <laughs> how you doing? <laughs> <go? laughs> oh man, uh, jokes. We're
2: joking. We're joking.
0: Yeah, <laughs> somebody's obviously been off porn for a minute. Yeah, dude, I'm getting into
3: it. But these, I don't know this this thing right? Yeah, where um, it's late. I mean, it's staying up late. I've thought a lot yeah. about, like, what I want out of life, right? Like, I don't know if I want the traditional wife and kids thing, but I definitely, like, I family something I value. Yeah. I yeah. don't want to be out on the road 100% of the time. Mm-hmm. And I think, like, if stand-up's going to work for me, I need to find a way to... I don't know if I want to be exactly Joe Rogan or Bill Burr, but those are yeah. two guys, I think, that have done a really good job mm-hmm. with it. Like, they yeah. have very healthy relationships yeah. with their families. They're very successful. Mm-hmm. And, um... And they fucking murder on stage. Yeah. Well, something and, yeah. I, I wanted to
1: tell you this in general, but I'll say it on air. I listened to your podcast, and I didn't realize you were like from Boston or anything like mm-hmm. that. But when I listened to you, I thought this is one of the only guys that I know who can mm-hmm. do what Bill Burr does. Yeah, it's Bill Burr just
3: thing. hits
0: record and starts talking.
3: Oh yeah, the old and solo episodes. Yeah. If I'm bringing good, back yeah. the podcast, that's what I'm going to. Yeah, yeah. and th- those are gr- I love those
0: because you've thought, got no. you've got Bill Burr can do it, Crystalia can do it and, like, Russell Brand can do it. It's a hard mm-hmm. thing to it's do. It's a hard it. thing
3: to do. It's what I want to go back to, because the yeah. interviews for me, I, um, like, I appreciate you guys. You guys are both very attentive and there and, like, clearly zoned in, right? Mm-hmm. I was not like that with my interviews. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I would be I would be talking to motherfuckers about, like, some of the most dark and yeah. trying times of their life, and I'd be just like, uh... Just that chameleon eyeball. Right, yeah. It's just like, uh, somewhere else. It's brutal, but it was also, yeah. like, I mean, look, I I shut down my podcast about a month ago, and I'm thinking about how I want to attack it if I were to get back into it, and I think one of two ways would be the way that I would do it. One would be solo, Mm -hmm. but that's a lot of work. It's like you're writing basically a 45-minute rant every week. The other way that I would do it is I would have to be very successful at comedy to do this, but basically make it like a party, like what – like Pat McAfee or Andrew Schultz does, yeah, where it's yeah, like yeah. six guys hanging out. I think that takes a ton of the pressure off. Because, yeah, yeah, like, sure. dude, think about what, what Joe Rogan's life is like. Yeah. I know I keep bringing him up, and of course I am, because I took Alpha Brain for the first well, time, and we'll I think, get, he, we'll put, I think like, he
1: puts the fucking it, spells yeah, yeah, in yeah, yeah, there, dude. Workout, you you yeah. you took Alpha <laughs> Brain. <laughs>
0: and just, like, a quick congrats. Like, Joe, you hung with us on our workout, and, like, you yeah. know, we don't broadcast it, but we get after it. Yeah, you guys got fun. after uh, it good, dude. Yeah, and you were right there with us. Yeah, like...
3: But the Rogan oh thing, he's 10 yeah. hours a week on, on a mic mm-hmm. yeah. looking into somebody's eyes, yep. right? Where he's, like, there's going, moments going where, deep. like, mm-hmm. people will make edits of him zoning out on a podcast. And it's, like, with all due respect, get the fuck out of here. Mm-hmm. It's it's 10 hours a week of deep conversation where yeah. you can't really zone out. Mm-hmm. And there's nobody there to back you up if you're, like, hey, I'm not feeling it. You know, yeah. you fucking jump in. Yeah. Or Seth, you jump mm-hmm. in. Yeah. It's, like, not nah, dog. Yeah, well, especially, like, he's
1: already paid who knows how much to fly this yeah. guest in, put them up mm-hmm. for the night. Like, you can't just be like, oh, I do yeah. not I in it today. I not see overhead one day. Just, I, that just would be like, fun. Gasp. And that like, uh, to your point, that's what we want this to turn into. Yeah. Like, 100%. When we have guests on, we want it to be like, we're literally hanging out, drinking yeah. Lone Star, talking about Texas, Fuck,
3: talking yeah. about, talking you, about, about you, know, you
1: know, whatever it is the guest does.
3: If I didn't so. get so fucking hammered this weekend, I would be drinking Lone Star. Oh, <laughs> so, dude, <do> you? Yeah. <laughs> no,
0: well, yeah. we'll definitely
1: have to have you back. Happy birthday, by the way. Thank you. So what, you were in Boston for a bit, and then was it Boston to here, or was there a- It's a lot of transitions. Okay, so, so from Boston, sure. where did we go, and how does the comedy So, dude, advancing?
3: I've been fucking everywhere, man. So, <laughs> when I was in college, I was a Chinese major, yep. and so I lived in China for a year, Okay. and I went to University of Vermont. When I graduated, I went to Boston. Okay. I got sick of Boston, because, look, this is another thing about this area, about Austin, that I really like. In Boston, you're allowed to be friends with four groups of people. You're allowed to be friends with your friends from high school, your friends from college, and then your friends from college is friends from high school, and your friends from high school is friends from college. <laughs> That's it. Making new friends in Boston is considered weird. Really? It, it is. If you walk up to a random guy at the bar and over there, they're just kind of like, Hey, nice to meet you, man.
1: Are you not from All right. D- Are you yeah. not from yeah. Are you from or D- what? <laughs> D- yeah. D- not bad, like, not bad. I mean, there I you go.
3: I mean, uh, yeah. But it's more or less keep it moving. So um I hung out with the same guys. I love those guys. Going to one of their weddings in like three weeks. Yeah, Yeah. Dan, your friend from college, works
2: out here. Yeah, Yeah, he's fucking
3: great. And I think I've loved getting to meet new people. But in Boston, not really an option. So I got sick of Boston. I went to Europe for three months. Came back. Lived with my parents in Connecticut. Okay. Moved to San Francisco for a couple years. And then I was home for a year in Connecticut during the pandemic. Nice. One of my favorite stays. Ever, really? I loved it because I wasn't really gonna be doing much stand-up anyway. And yep. so I grew vegetables, hung out with my dad, and played golf in the backyard. It was fucking <laughs> great, dude. That's awesome. It right. was beautiful. And are
1: you close with your parents for the most part? Yeah, and like... the pandemic
3: brought us a lot closer That's too, which awesome. is yeah. siblings, or yeah. My you. so I got a younger brother. It's you. You guys sort of remind me of me and my little brother too. Let's go. Yeah, because my little brother's three years younger than me. Yeah, he is a long distance runner to a T. tee. Hey. and um. I mean, he's a fucking beast. He was uh, the UConn 3K record holder, the UConn oh, 5K dang. record holder. He's
1: very fast.
3: Yeah, we got good genes for that shit. My mom was, uh, <laughs> my mom was went to Alabama, was SEC champ in the 10K. What wow. the... Yeah. Okay. and then was okay. top three in the country for women's 10K at one point and Dude. was missed the Olympics by one spot, uh, which is crazy. And that's brutal, not to yeah. chase yeah, rabbits, yeah,
1: yeah. but, like, so America takes the top two in mm-hmm. every track and field event. Mm-hmm. But, like... The third person would get bronze. Yeah. At the Olympics.
3: I think we don't we bring three though. That
1: might have. I think it's two. I think it's the top two. Oh damn. Yeah. Okay. So
3: it's like. Yeah.
0: Because we got a buddy trying out uh, for the mile, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. What kind of
3: times are is he putting up?
0: Like four. Ridiculous Zeroes, like 4:05 mm.
3: and 4:02. It's wild that that's like. You got to get down to those 350s, Dude, man. I know, man. You got to be freaking, putting up 350s. Yeah,
1: it's freaking crazy, dang! Next time he's in town, we should pod brother podcast. Yeah, we yeah. absolutely, brother
0: podcast. On record.
3: Dude, I mean, cause we're we're so different. Like, I mean, I I have been known to like rip the occasional cig, and I get <laughs> fucking yeah, get, just fucking, yeah, right? get wi- not so occasional cigs. Sometimes <laughs> get wicked hammered. Um, just live it up. My brother, not to say that he doesn't, he definitely doesn't smoke. He's never yeah, used a nicotine yeah. product, mm-hmm. but, um. We're similar, but we're so different. Like, he mm-hmm. went to Barcelona with me when I went over there a few weeks ago. Yeah. And just, like, our vibes were very similar, but, like, also just, like, he's a little bit more serious. But he's also just, like, I think he's probably got me beat by 10 IQ points, honestly. <laughs> Smarter kid. Crushed me in school. He doesn't have really? ADD. I think that's ah, the main that's, difference. Yeah.
0: That'll, yeah, that'll set your apart. That, yeah, yeah, a little bit. Dang. He, no. Joe, you were telling me that uh, you got on what was it Adderall. You're in college, yeah. And your GPA went from a two something to a 4.0? Yeah, so I'm, I was a little, <laughs> I was a little
3: drunk, so I exaggerated yeah, yeah, just a bit. Just a but bit, I believe the jump was two five to three eight five. So, so that's like not, over yeah, a like dude. Crazy. Yeah. So my ADD is horrific. Sure. Um, but it was also like that was a really fundamental time in my life because I did it when I was in China. Yeah. And um, I was crazy about this girl that was over there at the time and uh their summer program, summer and fall program. She was in the Mm -hmm. summer, I was in the fall. And I wasn't doing that good in school. And uh I was falling behind. And then so I was like, I need something. So I knew she was gonna leave too. So I was like, I need to fucking I'm gonna be miserable. I gotta I gotta figure something out. Went back home for the little summer break back to the States, Mm -hmm. which was a wild move in retrospect, but (laughs) I got an Adderall prescription, Mm -hmm. brought it back over there, and just was, like, literally went from the worst student in my class to number one. (laughs) It was fucking insane. And, like, did teachers
1: notice or anything? Yeah, everybody
3: was like, there's a real difference with you. But the unfortunate (laughs) thing is just being on meth every day makes you a little crazy. Yeah. I've heard. Yeah, and it's, it's like, dude, it's fucking wild that people take that every day to (laughs) me. Because people go, oh, if you don't have ADD, if you actually have ADD, you won't have a strong reaction to it. I... I like, reacted.
2: Bullshit.
1: It went from, like,
3: <laughs> it being strong the whole time and feeling really good every day. Yeah. I was high every day. I was so yeah. stoked. I would I couldn't eat breakfast, <laughs> so I would, go, I would go to the French cafe and get a banana yeah. milk, and I would have a banana milk for lunch, for yeah. breakfast every day. You should see pictures of me at this time. I'm so fucking skinny. Because oh. um, so, you're real fat right now. Yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was, like, I was you a little boy. On yeah, yeah. So. But- yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah, brother. But uh, um, I fucking, dude, I was so depressed by the end of that run on Adderall yeah. that I was just like, I can't do this anymore. I stopped taking it, basically went into what I would describe as just like a numbness for two weeks. Yeah. But then I had learned these patterns of how to study and stuff. And so that was basically like after that, I also, I did really fucking yeah, well too. you just yeah. knew like, yeah, I knew how, how to, to do manage it. it and everything. I knew like the reward and the good feeling of focusing. And mm. I'd never like successfully like completed a project and sure. focused on something, which yeah. was just Crazy. So yeah, when I got back to the states, that's mm-hmm. when I started. I, I played guitar every day. I crushed school. I made a bunch of new friends. It was like that's where I met Bringham and everything. Yeah. yeah. It was just like, um, and then had a really profound experience on psychedelics and basically just became a different guy. I don't know. It okay. was fucking wild. Tell yeah. us about that. <laughs> I would. I don't think I would have ever done stand up if I never did LSD. Really. Yeah. Straight up. Okay. Straight up, man. Um, when I was in college. I wouldn't say I was like introverted, but I definitely like didn't put myself out there. Mm. And if you ask people who knew me in college, they'd say that's bullshit, but it's because it's they don't remember accurately, I swear. Yeah. Dude, I took a hit of LSD, and this is how it happened. Mm. There's uh, this Steve Jobs LSD. It was the shit that Steve, the Beatles, all these guys were good dropping. Stuff. The good yeah. shit. We had a pregame for this thing called Spring Fest in my okay. apartment. And uh, a bunch of people were over. We had this porch. And I was out on the porch. Guy walks up to me. He goes, hey, man, you want to have your life changed? And I was like, sure. He goes, stick your tongue out. <laughs> and he drops it on my tongue. I go, what was that? He goes, acid. I was like, cool. <laughs> awesome. All right. Um, dude, I had a good time for about an hour, two mm-hmm. hours, and start freaking out. I had a point of molly because I had done that before I took that. And um, the only way I can describe that night is it just felt like there was like a wall in my head of like vulnerability, Mm -hmm. willing to be embarrassed, willing to like say something, really like, you know, tell your friends you love them, Mm -hmm. play guitar in front of your friends, all this shit that I've been wanting to do but not really having the ability to do it, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I fucking did it. I did all that shit. And then I I woke up the next day and I just couldn't stop crying and I didn't know what was going on and then I fucking ran into that guy Mm -hmm. that gave me the ass and I was like, what? Why did you do that? Mm -hmm. And he was just like, what? And I go, were you like selling ass? Like, can I give you money? And I go, he goes, no. I go, well, why'd you just, did you know anybody at the party that we had? He goes, no. And I was like, thanks man Yeah, thanks for fucking playing so i think that was like a really foundational experience for me yeah really changed who i was um made me a lot looser a lot more more vulnerable for sure which is i think just Mm -hmm. allowed me to just have a better time and connect with people a lot better you know well because
0: the reason that i mean the, the big reason that we're here is mm. you came up to me in the gym after mm. seeing me do an exercise you'd seen on YouTube. And we're like, Hey, do you mind showing me how to do that? Yeah. Which is not a common thing for somebody who's introverted to do. Mm. So after this experience, do you feel like the ability to put yourself out there, whatever that is in your, in your head previous has been completely eliminated or no,
3: it's still, is weird to go up to like, yeah. you know, Okay, so the thing that you were doing was I w- had watched the exact YouTube yeah. video mm-hmm. of this guy with a band and a pole, and I watched it because my dad, this is like, this sort of bloodline shit explains a little bit of it. <laughs> my dad's a fucking maniac. I love yeah. him. He's 62, okay, and he still skis the trees. Love it. He's, he's the fucking man, but he's out Can there. Can I hang out with your dad? Yeah, he, he rules. He's the man. Can my you? mom's 62 and still snowboards in the trees. What the f- They're fucking, they're, they're crazy. are crazy. yeah. So, but the thing is, my dad is Irish, And he's so goddamn stubborn. Mm -hmm. So he's in the trees. He eats shit. And he's like, oh, I felt really bad today. And I was like, oh, you're all right? He goes, my shoulder hurts. And I was like, okay. And then so some time had gone by. It had been like a week. And I was like, your shoulder's fucked up. Mm -hmm. And he goes, no, it's just I hurt it. I bruised it. (laughs) And I go, you didn't fucking bruise it. And so (laughs) like a month goes by and I'm like, has the shoulder? He goes, it's it's getting better. I go, lift it up. L- <laughs> lift up your arm. And he's like, stop it. And I go, D- dad, lift up your arm. And he goes, all right, I can't do it. And I was like, <laughs> shit, you're fucked up. So he goes to the doctor. This is how tough this dude is. He has a torn rotator cuff and not a torn, but like a separated like one. Completely- like he yeah. ruptured, yeah. ruptured yeah. with yeah, yeah. Two, uh, two ripped ligaments in the back. Wow. The like guy his goes, Yeah, rip, too. Yeah, right? the yeah. rip. Yep. They go, dude, if you had come in like a week later, this would have been unfixable. Yeah. yeah. And so he had something where it would have been a long time of PT, but he's still dealing with this bad injury. And I'll be home and he'll be like, can you stretch that? So I'm like, stretching <laughs> my dad's shoulder. And, uh, so I've been watching these videos, because yeah. I'll send them shit for him to not watch and not do. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but you feel like you're helping. Yeah. Right? So you so. will just be go, thanks, man, and then won't watch it. So that, it's great. It's a yeah. really healthy, it's functioning relationship. relationship. It's awesome. I like this. Yeah, I the love it. The comedy's but, making a lot, of, a lot yeah, of sense right now. Yeah. He's fucking <laughs> He's the best. But so I'm watching this video, and I walk in, I see this dude, this fucking Tarzan over here, (laughs) doing these exercises, and I'm like, you gotta show me how to do this. But it's still like, dude, the, the idea of coming up to new people, I'm very into it now. It's something that I like doing, but I'm still like, you know... When I'm still around new people I'm a little awkward When I first met you I was like a little It's new people It's fucking hell. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Unless I'm shit-faced Or on psychedelics And I'm like I love you man I love everybody I Sure yeah. Yeah. All the yeah. walls come down 100% <laughs> yeah. But it was, uh, it was great man So yeah. I learned a ton doing that And yeah. I have shoulder injuries too so it it helps a bunch man. Yeah. yeah, that was that was great. So that's how we became boys. Came out yeah. to a couple shows, we started hanging out, we went paddle boarding the other weekend and then I had the luxury meeting you gunner so it's been fucking rad, and dude. I just reached
1: yeah. out and was like, "Come on our pod now, please." Let's please. do it. I, I, I did, did I did my part.
3: Dude, and you're
0: such a good hang like uh just hanging out on the on the water Appreciate a good time. It's, it's so hard to find that type of person. Uh but it seems a lot easier in Austin, which
3: it, I was going to say that. Brings me totally to does.
0: like in the comedy journey, how did you land on Austin and how have you seen it change in the short time you've been here? Because Ooh, I've seen it change.
3: Good good question. Yeah. So um, so I went back home in August of 2020. Mm-hmm. Um, I was planning on staying for two months. Yeah. Uh, I had decided that I was going to move to New York. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing. In Connecticut to New York for me. I lived in Northern Connecticut. It's very like farm town type thing. Farm town slash suburbs. That's the yeah, way I would yeah. describe it takes about two and a half hours to get down to New York, so I went a handful of times when I was there. Mm-hmm. I had a really good time, but I like to drink, man. I do, and a hangover in New York is—it's a tough experience. It's brutal. I mean, the, the horns are blaring, and yeah, I like
1: everything's echoing off of everything. It's like, oh, dude, yeah. it's
3: brutal. And I—I mm-hmm. I was going down there, and I was doing some fucking great shows, mm-hmm. having a good time. But I like kept having panic attacks when I would go down there. Mm-hmm. Because it was just too much. And I don't know if it was just a dream. But when I was down there, I was thinking extra, thinking a lot more about mm. dark shit. Thinking a lot mm-hmm. more about AI, yeah. government control, yep. nuclear weapons. I Are like these ev- people ever going to yeah. take their fucking masks off? It's yeah, been a right. year and a half. Let's mm. let's like, fucking let's go. go. Yeah. Let's go. The vaccine's out. Let's mm-hmm. make moves. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I started thinking a little bit too much. And um, right after the last trip to New York, my buddy... Chase, who's down here, hits me up, and he's like, you got to come visit. I just moved to Austin. A friend of mine- Is part of
1: you, like, fucking every- Of course you did. Yeah. Like, or are you almost, right. like, off-put by it? Like, yeah. Everyone's in Austin. Everyone's
3: whatever. in Austin, and I was like, you know what? I I go, it's the third option from L.A., New York. Sure. Austin is three, maybe four behind Chicago. Mm-hmm. But uh, I go, let's do it. Because I was almost like I'd be better off moving to, like, Atlanta or something because yeah, too many right. people are moving here. Mm-hmm. Dude, I came down here for Halloween. <laughs> and this is 2020? Yeah. This is 2021. 2021. 2021. Okay. I went out as the Joker uh, on Halloween okay, night. So you
1: know that you look like
2: he.
3: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. I didn't know I, if you were
0: aware of this or not. Odd all years, right. I'm the Joker. Yeah. Seth asked me at <laughs> yeah, Chili's Chili Order the other day. Also, well, uh, the server that we had was like, hey, do you know that guy? <laughs> um, he looks a lot like Heath Ledger.
3: <laughs> <laughs> dude, I get it more and more every year as so I get a little bit yeah, older. I get little a little bit more longer, you Oh get yeah. A little, yeah. Yeah. Get a little bit more. You yeah, know. Yeah. But dude, I came down here, partied, bro. <laughs> I had so much fun. Twenty-one was a good Halloween. It was a good Halloween. I went to uh oh man, I went to uh I called the black hole. What's the fucking name of it?
1: The hole in the wall.
3: No, or? it's the gigantic place on uh, not bishops. It's uh. Starts with a B. Bufords. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh
0: yeah. my God, dude, your yeah. boy was fucked. Dude. We were having a great time. Darned your drinks at
3: Bufords. Yeah, they're dropping. Oh yeah, they're dropping a little oh, couple yeah. roofies in there. Yeah, dog. I was cooking though. I was yeah. having <laughs> such a good time. Um, I did a bunch of shows. By the last day, I okay. went and uh, by on the last day, I went and uh, looked at a couple apartments. Ended up getting a real estate agent signing on some site unseen. So nice. I've been down okay. here since January. Uh, how long have you guys been here, by the way?
1: We, so, I mean, we grew up coming here. Our uncle lived yeah. in, went to UT, lived nice. in Austin, and then Seth went to UT... So he was here. I would come visit and loved hanging out here. I actually loved it so much that I made the decision to not go to UT because mm. I knew like I won't get a degree <laughs> if I yeah. if I go to school here. Where'd I you end up going to, going to school? I went to AM. So oh just nice. Like right down yeah. the road. that's what's up. Um, go Aggies. Get get I need. We need to take everyone to a tailgate. That's we just really like do. My we gotta take here. everybody. Um. So side, side podcast. Tailgate side podcast. Yeah, tailgate podcast. Oh, yeah. Tailcast. Tailcast. Uh, um,
3: you can do the Bama one, or I'll be the only Bama fan there. There you go. It'll be that would awesome. be, so
2: be a that'd lot be of fun.
1: fun. That would be uh, hilarious. Noted. But,
2: uh, Get <laughs> yeah.
1: And then um, I moved here after college and then moved away for a little bit, came back like right when COVID started. Yeah. yeah. So so Austin's been in our life. Yeah. Forever, forever. really. I mean, like um, Austin's kind of been the second home.
0: I lived in Los Angeles for about seven years after college That's and came top. back in 2020
3: one, one. Yeah, yeah early 2021 back nice yeah
0: that's um, the sub life events yes where'd you live in la so i lived in santa monica uh glendale area silver lake and just kind of around those so did you areas. like that here's the did thing had a good time i i had a good time i found things that i loved about it uh-huh. la is a tricky city to fall in love with um mm. But like with Turkey anything City else, to fall in love too, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I. Yep. <laughs> hey man, I will be honest. I met the love of my life there, and huh. uh, I it, she was my my first true like love. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, even though the relationship ended, I treasure it. Yeah, like, greatly. Hundred um, percent. Yeah, the you know, the most fantastic person I've ever met. Mm-hmm. Uh, so That's great. I'm, I'm just like, I got really lucky. And nice, even being an actor, I was surrounded by a lot of good people. I thought, like, overall, I, I got to be around a healthy crowd. Yeah. Uh, and I got to discover a lot of good things about myself. And uh, one of the things I discovered about myself is I don't really love the L.A. culture. Mm. And so whenever I had the opportunity to come back here and make something, you know, creative with my brother, mm-hmm. kind of jumped at the opportunity. That's what's <laughs> up. Yeah, yeah.
3: But, and I, I think... I feel very similar um, of the three comedy options. L.A. was never really on yeah. the table for me because living in SF, I shouldn't say SF because I live in like the South Bay for a lot of the time. too. Well, I mean, who can afford sure, to still. live in SF. Yeah, it's fucking crazy. When yeah. I lived up there, I had seven roommates. And my my, oh my rent gosh. was still two G's a month. Oh, my, my God. Fucking crazy. Did you
1: while you were there, too? Robbed not yet. Yeah, no, dang, oh, man. dude, I one pulled day. into San Francisco for five minutes and yeah, I got robbed. smashed and grabbed. No way, yeah. Oh, it was in
0: fairness, he didn't know where he was, and it, it was like Tenderloin. The
1: top... Well, he... apparently, I was in the worst place I could have
0: been. He was in a place where, like, if you don't get robbed, you're like one in a million. Mm. Yeah, I was what up... was it like Tenderloin or uh... Uh, it was
1: a uh, you know, that Pacific War Memorial right by Golden Gate Park. Really, that's a bad spot. Apparently, according to the cop that wrote the report, because like I went on a run. And I I was there like, I'm in San Francisco. I'm on this road trip. Yeah. This is great. I'm going to go on a run, see the Golden Gate Bridge. Mm. I'm in San Francisco. This is great. Mm. I I didn't know. Yeah. I didn't know San Francisco was bad. I just thought it was where the Giants were. And I get back to my car. I pull my phone out of my car. And I walk down these stairs and like, send my dad a text like, mm-hmm. Hey, made it San Francisco. I've been driving for like 10 days at this point. Yeah. Um, safe. Everything's cool. Cars running great.
3: Uh-huh. Literally
1: said like the car is running great. And uh-huh. I walk up back up the stairs and like my windows are bashed in. Everything's uh-huh. been taken out of it. And uh, I, call, I call the cops. You road tripping, so you had a lot of shit. Yeah. there too. everything. How much,
3: a, what would you say, dollar amount they took?
1: I, I know how much because I had to go <laughs> replace everything. They took sure? my stuff and my now wife's stuff. So I had to go replace nice. everything the next day, and it was like about $3,500 worth of <sighs> stuff. But, yeah, the cop was pretty much like, this happens all the time. And I was like, you're being way too optimistic about this. Yeah, they're wicked comfortable with the <laughs>
3: idea of people's <laughs> shit just getting stolen. Yeah. Um, yeah, Not my but, shit. So you were doing yeah. comedy in SF. Right, yeah, so going down to l a um sF has a great comedy scene yeah. yeah it's it's um the comics there's there's a it's a little woke, a little tough to get away with stuff, but the thing is there's just a ton of stage time because yeah. people are looking for entertainment and yeah. the comics there are really fucking good okay. and really funny. really good yeah, hundred mm-hmm. percent and there's people like you learn how to navigate that culture, yeah, you do really well. um there's a ton of good comedians, so yeah. we would get pulled to go down to l a. Uh, I got pulled through the San Jose Improv mm-hmm. to go down an audition at the Hollywood Improv, which yeah. was great. And so I went down there. I stayed down there. I did the shows. Stayed with my buddy Randy's place. Um, and, dude, I just, like, I think I fucked up because I stayed in the Hollywood area. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I hated it. It's terrible. I fucking <laughs> yeah, hated it. Hot. Oh, it was brutal. Yeah, it was so bad. What time stayed, of year was it? It was, um... Oh, God, I can't remember. It was a yeah. while ago, though. Yeah. And the other time I went, I stayed in uh, downtown, which was even worse. Also, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I, I've been told by multiple people that, hey, if you went out there and you made good friends and you lived somewhere that's on the ocean, you'd have yeah. a blast. But at the end of the day, dude, when I go do stand up around here, over 50 percent of the time, I don't need my car. I literally yeah. walk from my apartment, just to bounce the set. around at every single spot. Yeah, because it's all like congregated around yeah. dirty. Yeah. Dude. So and it's that's, fucking great.
0: It's the craziest thing to me because mm-hmm. when I was going to college, it was rock venues and that was it. Like, yeah. there
3: was. I don't, I don't know where
0: you would have seen comedy.
3: Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, like, there truly. was. By the way. Go ahead. Oh, speaking of rock fannies yeah, yeah, uh the three of us are going to see Billy King and the, the bad, 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 bad Bad Band at twelve fifteen on Saturday night. I texted them yesterday when the next show was. So Wait, have you plug. have you listened to our interview with them? I haven't. Yeah, I'm, I, I told, got to. I told him. Yeah. That we, okay, yeah, yeah, are you yeah. into them? Dude, I love them. Dude. They're the best guys, and they fucking they shred, rip. Rip, yeah. yeah. So you've met Billy? and Met all of them. They're dude, all yeah, just yeah. the shit. The They're nicest guys. so
1: freaking cool. Yeah, we we recorded up here, then we went to Machine Works after that interview, and yeah. and had a great. We just time. had a great time. What machine works? It's a brewery, like yeah. five minutes away. Cool little garden, spot, yeah, great yeah. pizza. We'll take you there. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, like it's Cap City was probably
0: Cap City Comedy Club. Uh, there we had an ice house. It burnt down. What? Um, yeah, yeah. This is like a weird random thing. But yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: And so like. It's really cool to watch you do what you're doing right now Mm -hmm. and, like, you here now because it really is within the last year that, like, Austin's become a place where you can do four different spots at four different places. And so,
3: like, yeah, what has it been like for you
1: since you've been here in January to, like, watch your comedy keep growing and also just be embedded in the Austin scene? It's
3: picking up for sure. Really? I mean, I feel like I'm... Starting to get the respect of my peers, which is fucking awesome. You you deserve it, by the way. Thank you. Appreciate it. Because sometimes I'll just be like, things were taking a little bit to get going, and I would go just smash a set, be nice, and then nothing would happen. And I was just like, fuck, man. It's taken. There's nothing going on. Mm -hmm. And then as of late, just like the opportunities are starting to come. I got my own show. Yeah. I got, dude, the next week, I have like fucking eight shows this yeah. week. So Capital
1: Underground. Capital
0: Underground. Room, uh, he, sold, he sold out the first one, so hurry and get your ticket before it, before it goes away. Man. Hell yeah, we're going to yeah. sell out that uh, second absolutely. one. Yes. It's going to It's going to be a packed Let's show. Go. It's be sick. Um,
1: if you are in SIG UP or Sigma Chi, maybe, <laughs> maybe don't <laughs> buy a ticket. Or just like don't pregame. <laughs> yeah, just, yeah, just drink at. My, boys, Melissa, were, we'll
0: my take, boys were loaded when yeah, you yeah. pulled up, dude. Oh man! Uh, so that transition from like, because obviously once you're not an open micer anymore, mm-hmm. I feel like, and this is my perception, mm-hmm. having never done it, that it's hard to to get that consistent. All right, these are the places that will book me pretty much every night. Yeah. How do you navigate that?
3: So, dude, the the tough thing is, um, it's hard because. That's what she said. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh-huh. The tough thing is it's soft, really soft, yeah. <laughs> gonna... and very soft Tigers first, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, it's yeah. comedy, soft and small. <laughs> yeah. Dude, uh, if you want to talk about soft and small, the ice bath, by the way. Ooh, oh yeah, the ice bath will get that pecker really fucking. Oh, it's not really... even like soft. It's just like it's a little like, mushroom cat yeah, 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 dude, it sucks in. Yep. Everything. Oh yeah. It's like I mean, second belly button. It's great. I'll yeah. send a picture of my dick after ego, the ice honestly. bath. Are we on that level? Yeah. Yeah i if you want a picture of my dick after the ice bath, I will send you all one. All right, sweet, heck yeah, it'll that's be good. I was from Boston. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> if you want it, if you want it, you yeah. can have it. It's there. Consent is king. Yeah. There was so a, yeah. <laughs> there was a <laughs> there was this <a> summer <laughs> <laughs> where me and the boys were firing. It was like a, was like a joke <laughs> to just send dick pics in yeah. our Snapchat group chat. Nice. Oh, that's funny. As much as possible. <laughs> was and the goal like all in one day,
1: or was it just over time? No, just just like,
3: like you just wait just the long enough. Amount of time where your boys would forget. Yeah, and that then you had one coming, surprise. and then boom, and they just be like, motherfucker. Yep, yep. And just, you'd, <laughs> but you'd open one at the office, and it'd just be a guy's cock. <laughs> and, just, and we'd take like funny ones too. Just like standing there like this. And be like my, and so that was my hometown. And my friends in Boston would yeah. just be like, "Are you sure you're going? Your friends from home aren't gay together?" And be like, "Ah, dude, there's nothing, nothing." Meanwhile, they're doing the same thing in there for a right. year yeah. But, <laughs> <like hiding it. laughs> but yeah, dude, I I don't know the uh, uh well about the scene around here picking yeah. up. Yeah, All yeah. All right, so this is the thing. Um, the open mics around here. This mm-hmm. is what I will say about this comedy scene. Mm-hmm. There's like an elite level of of the people who are your joes your tom seguras those guys are at another level but of Mm -hmm. the of the people that are like amateur Mm semi-pro there are maybe 30 to 50 working comedians in the city that's it that Mm -hmm. there's only 30 to 50 of us and um we get a lot of pretty much everything yeah yeah Yeah. and so we're on a rotation um some of us more than others you know like I've, i've definitely had frustrating times where i've gotten Less than I thought I deserved. Mm-hmm. I'm on a little hot streak right now. It's nice. Feeling good, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the thing is, for these open micers, there's a lot of people who move down here being a year into comedy to start comedy. It's fucking tough. I've seen yeah. what they're going through. It's not easy, man. Yeah. Like, they're um, I'm friends with a lot of open micers. I love those yeah. guys. They're mm-hmm. nice guys. I mean, dude, you're going to just brutal open mics for people aren't paying attention. Yeah. And there's uh there's three open mics in the city. I'll plug them right now cuz yeah. they're they're actually worth going to. If you want to see people that are right on the verge of getting into this yeah. like semi pro scene. Yeah. There's uh Sunday night at the Creek in the Cave. Mm-hmm. They do an open mic. It's amazing. Um Tuesday at the Buzz Mill, which okay. is owned by the same people yeah. that own Sasquatch. Yeah. Shout out yeah. Jason. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you did that one? Oh, yeah, I did that one once. Great mic. Yeah, it's it was amazing. a great mic. Yeah. And then Thursday at Velveeta, which is mm-hmm. Old Austin. Yeah, yeah. That's a whole different thing, the, yeah, yes. but yeah, they, uh, <laughs> us and them, we, we, I'm, I'm trying to bridge the gap, but we're working on it. It's a work yeah, in yeah, progress. That's yeah. yeah. all I'll say. Mm-hmm. But those three mics have one thing in common. You got to email the sign up, right? Mm-hmm. So if you email and they like you, you'll get on and you'll get to perform for a legit crowd. Yeah. Yeah. And there's a couple other open mics that are all right. But a lot of the times, man, I, one night I wasn't booked, jumped in the car with my buddy to just go do an open mic just to work out some shit. Mm-hmm. I literally, dude, I'm not kidding. I contracted depression at the open mic. <laughs> it was fucking wild. Dude, that shit's contagious. Yeah. yeah. yeah and yeah, and yes. I got in there and it was, everybody was miserable. I, I was late. So I signed up like 25th. I had to sit there for fucking three yeah. hours. Ugh. And dude, the Miz. Rubbed off of me. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the thing. So you, you were talking earlier about like mm-hmm. depressed comedians. Mm-hmm. The most depressing part for me was working through the open mic level, yeah. sitting at these dark bars, yeah, surrounded by trying know, comedians, trying comedians who aren't are, gonna laugh at you. Yeah, who hate you. Yeah. yeah. Like, they fucking... They, they
0: haven't figured out yet that when you win, they win. 100%. I mean, yeah. There's,
3: right now in Austin, the good thing, it's another good thing, not to just suck Austin's oh, dick the whole time, but... No, I'll do it. Hey, there's yeah. a reason you're here. Yeah, there's
0: yeah. a reason we wanted to suck
1: 100%. <laughs> yeah. In
3: LA, right? You've been in yeah. the acting culture. Yeah. There is a... Uh, there's very much so a... In the same... Same way with the com- comedy scene there, too. I don't know if it's much in New York, but at the lower levels it is. Mm. It's, uh... I... There's one spot we gotta we gotta jump over each other to get it. Crabs yeah. in a bucket, right? Yeah. You know, crabs in a fucking bucket. Down here, uh, this guy Tony Castillas and Heather Shaw pulled me aside when I got here and they were like, Look, we I don't know if they pulled me aside, but they sent me messages that more or less conveyed this. Same with Adam Lucky. We want you here. Yeah. Yeah. We want you here. We need you here. Heck yeah. There is a comedy scene that we're building here Mm -hmm. and there's not enough good comedians here. Mm -hmm. So you're doing it. You've got a thing going. We want you around, man. Mm-hmm. And I've never had that happen everywhere, anywhere. Yeah. When I showed up and wow. I was doing pretty good somewhere, it's usually the first reaction is to try to take your fucking legs out with a yeah. baseball bat, oh, dude. Yeah. Mm-hmm. People don't want you to do well. Mm-hmm. And down here, it's like such a good thing. At the open mic level, they haven't, like you said, they haven't figured it out. They haven't figured out the rising tide but raises it's, all yeah, ships. It's and it's new, and I, I, yeah. I
0: got to give them the credit that they are trying. Mm-hmm. And, the, and the three rooms you mentioned, they have a culture the people who run the mics yeah. have an excellent outlook.
3: Great, they're great people. Yeah, they're like great solid people. people. Like Adam Lucky runs mm-hmm. Sunday Creek. I don't know who runs. It's usually Sawyer at at uh, at Velveta. He's yeah. the fucking man. I'll give it to him. He's funny too. And then a Tuesday at. Uh, at Buzz, it's um Aaron Sarosi now. Derek, Sirose, and, you know. yeah, yeah. Derek oh. gave it up because Derek- oh, Yeah, that's right. He's got a new show. Derek's on fire right now. Dude, yeah. Mm-hmm. Dude, okay, so I'm doing I was supposed to do Derek's show on Saturday. Yep. It was my fucking birthday, so I said <laughs> I'm gonna get black out wrong. <laughs> <and> <laughs> yeah. I'm taking yeah, a day yeah. off. <laughs> yeah, dude. He is I'm doing three shows from him for him yeah. this week. That's three. That's awesome, man. He's got three rooms midweek, and then he's got the comedy club on the weekend. So he right now is running math. Can I do it? Nine shows a week. Jeez. Nine a wow. week, man. It's impressive. That is impressive. And so the open mic was a little bit too much for him to do. Yeah. Understandably. Understandably. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Like take a little break, breathe a little bit. It's all good, dude. So uh he's um he's crushing it. Him and Reza over at uh East Austin Comedy Club, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. First headlining set, first full 45 that I'm going to do is going to be at East Austin Comedy Club. Oh nice. Club. Our friend Alexa okay, so, uh, yeah. yeah, she's is, dating Reza. dating Reza. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh hell yeah. yeah he's yeah. the man. Uh, he's, he's going great. to Edinburgh, Scotland things, yeah. right now. Oh, uh, no way. Go do oh, Fringe Fest. French. Yeah. Dude, good for him. That's he's awesome. fucking funny. Him yeah. and um him and Andre, I think are two of the most underrated yeah. comics and I'm not just saying this, that cuz I'm playing their club. Yeah. The first time I saw Andre go up, the two of them, I saw I saw them have like a really just like defining moment in front of me fucking Reza. When the headliner bailed on the show that he does on Congress Street, Speakeasy, Mm -hmm. headliner doesn't show up. And Reza just goes up and rips a fucking 20-minute absolute heater. Like, he fucking (laughs) murdered. And I bombed that night. So I was like, all right, this motherfucker's got it going on. And then Andre, the first time I ever saw him go up, was at his open mic. He opens up and just does crowd work and goes off the dome yeah. and fucking Andre, murders, yeah. Yeah. dude. And I'm like, all right, I I'm I was very impressed by those two guys. Heck yeah. And, uh, yeah, dude, it's just rad to see people just, like, crushing mm-hmm. yeah. and building stage time because that's what we need. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know, you need infrastructure for us to be able to do yeah. this. Yeah, right? for sure. And it's yeah. crazy.
1: We didn't have that. Like, Austin no, we we did not didn't. have that, and it's cool. Yeah. It's just so cool to be watching comedians whose names are not Joe Rogan mm-hmm, build right. it for one another, and th- not to say that Joe's mm-hmm. not important in that important in, in, no. in like doing his part, but it's like to watch this mid tier of comedians yeah. that are like on fire, guys mm-hmm. like you, guys like Tony.
3: Like appreciate
0: that. The first time I saw you was at a roast battle. Um, and oh really? I, yeah, yeah, yeah. And which also, one? It was, man. It was did I one win or lose, you lost. I, uh, okay, I've been known to lose yeah, those. Yeah, You did well. Did well. It was a good. Yeah. It was a good battle. There was a, a group of people there that like had met you that day. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was the one where also Ghost of Squatch, Aliwo. Uh, she yeah. she won hers, but yeah, was like, it a Vulcan? It was a Vulcan. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah that yeah, yeah, that
3: yeah. was uh, against the great uh, Heather Heather Keith, yeah. who's mm-hmm. she's a certified bad motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. She was. Uh. She was great.
0: But even just having that roast battle there, where you have new comics cycling through and they can get their shot, like I mean, you
3: get a uh, it's it's we know one thing going on right now, right? We don't know who's getting in at Rogan's Club, no. but we know one thing for sure about Rogan's Club is roast battles will be there. In. Oh it's yeah, there. for sure, heck yeah. And so um, if you want to guarantee to get in, that's it. That's Unfortunately it. Unfortunately yeah. for me, I think I'm pretty good stand-up comedian, I'm not a good roast battler. It doesn't always translate. Yeah. Well, yeah, do you yeah. want to be a good
1: roast guy? Not like, really. As a comedian,
3: yeah. do
0: you
1: even want to be a roast That's
3: guy? That's not my brand. I'm not like. You're a, too positive. Yeah, I'm not a dickhead. <laughs> and it's like, dude, I also have a lot of easy targets. Yeah. They're just like, oh, you look like Heath Ledger, except I wish you were dead and he was alive. Yeah. And, you know, it's like, it's all those it's, and it off, off the top of there. your head. Yeah. Yeah. You, should
1: pull, you remember in... Uh, 8 Mile Eight when mile, Eminem yeah. like, does all the things that... That's the
3: best thing, is to have those good comebacks. Just just do it to them. But um, maybe I'm just not self-aware enough. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dialed in. But I get... Dude, people love to hate me, right? Because I get on stage That's and, That can be a good thing. Yeah, Well, but dude, I get on stage at those roast Battles and they go... Fuck him. <laughs> oh my God. I'm just like, what's up? <laughs> yeah, dude. Hey, so, hey, everybody. So I'm cool with, uh, I might, yeah. I'm, I'm retiring from the podcast and I'm retiring yeah. from the roast battles because there are two things right now that I'm just like, I have other shit that I'm just so mm-hmm. much better at. Just shifting the focus. Yeah, yeah. So dude. it's double it's, down on your strengths. Yeah. 100%. Heck yeah. I used to be like, do it, do everything. But if I got another offer to roast somebody really fun, I might do it. Me and Mike Eaton, the only one that I have. Is against the Austin Rose Battle Champ, who's never mm-hmm. lost. That's oh the, yeah, uh, in that Adam Lucky. Yeah, it's um, or, uh, no, it's a Mike Eaton. Mike, That's yeah, my Mike Eaton. only yeah, yeah. fucking win. That's, <laughs> that's hilarious. So me and Mike have talked about, um, and he beat me once too. I gotta say, we went on the road and did a Rose Battle in Oklahoma City. Nice. Oh wow, dude, he and I have talked about going pro wrestling pretending we hate each other, talking shit, interrupting each other's sets at big venues, and just (laughs) Just promoting this gigantic roast battle. That could be fun. Which is ironic, because I don't think it would work, because Mike is... 25 and one, and I'm one and three. Yeah. So it's not good. I also, yeah, I just. But you I,
1: beat the champ. I think there's something to like. I did. If you
0: retire on that, it's a pretty good thing. Here's to how you got to no. figure out the how to make it work. Because you have to have a heel in the in the face. So like, you got to figure out who's who and mm-hmm. how to play it. And if you can, it might work.
3: Yeah, I think having yeah. a little heel thing would be fun. It'd be fun. It's like I don't know. I feel like the guy that just like came in. And for whatever reason, like I should not have won, but I just one <laughs> one punch just hit, slipped and hit at the right angle yeah. and knocked them out. Yeah. yeah, I was just fucking. I had the right amount of you vodka Red it. Bulls before yeah. I got on go. stage. Yeah. It's a
0: hard balance to maintain.
3: Well, yeah. what?
1: <laughs> so what? What is Joe doubling down on right now? You stand, know, up and and stand, stand up, just all stand up. And
3: then um, I want to get the show at uh, Cloakroom built up mm-hmm. to the point where people are excited to come out. I think. Mm. Look, there's, there's a couple ways that you can fuck up a comedy show, right? Yeah. You can produce a show and do a really bad job. Mm-hmm. The first way is to book people that you like, not people that you think are funny, mm-hmm. right? A lot of people, they'll put on a show, they go, oh, this is one of my really good friends, or this is somebody that's going to book me down the road on something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not put on the people that you think are funny. I brought the people that I thought Dude, were the funniest people up, I know.
0: you brought a, a
3: murderers' fiery yeah. um, Thank like, you. I, Total transparency. I,
1: I brought a really good friend of mine to the show, mm-hmm. and he likes comedy, but he's very, you know, Nate Bargatze and, yeah, like, you yeah. know, Netflix guys. Yeah. Um, I Nate said, who rips, by the way, yeah, I must Nate, say. Yeah, yeah Nate, Nate rips. rips. Um, but
0: but which was, there's I, a level of person who, like, we know local comics. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people don't.
1: Exactly. Mm-hmm. And and so I, I was just honest and hey, man, this show might suck. Like, yeah. I I know that Joe's funny. I don't know who's going up. we might be in for, like, two hours of...
3: Yeah.
0: yeah.
1: And we literally were walking back to my car, like, that is the funniest set I've seen.
3: Fuck yeah, dude. Ever. Like, let Everyone go.
1: that came up was hilarious. It mm-hmm. was great. So, like, you brought on funny people. It was 100%. Awesome. Yeah.
3: You got to bring in people that you think are hilarious. Yeah. And I literally hit up six people that I thought were the best in Austin. They all got back to me. It's going to be tough to follow up next week, but I got a bad motherfucking lineup. So, we're going to try it anyway. Excited, yeah. yeah. And then the other thing is, like, um, knowing how many tickets you can actually. No, not doing a giant venue when it's not gonna be as many people mm-hmm, mm-hmm. if I'm gonna do this every week I think like a 40 seater is perfect cause oh, yeah, it's gonna be yeah. tough well, to get in well that room is so it's perfect size yeah, like the yeah.
1: future of that room being mm-hmm. like dude I was at the underground and like yeah. Akash Singh came through. Or yeah. like,
3: I think we're gonna get there, dude. I think like worst thing is gonna be the drop yeah. in room yeah. for yeah. like
0: somebody's in town. They want to do a quick set for a yeah. warm up. Hundred uh, yeah. percent with a good crowd. Yeah, because everybody that's... that
3: was on the show was running back and forth to Vulcan. Yeah. Three yeah. people had shows at Vulcan that exactly. night, but we're like, we'll make it work. they were mm-hmm. like, I'm up early, so can I go up last? And well, it was and the perfect. crowd was
0: so. Sometimes a crowd is there, you know, for you, and they're gonna be supportive, but mm-hmm. they're not really like a good. That was a. Like a crowd that was there to laugh, yeah. like it was really nice to see that, and they were there for that they were there for the back and forth with the heckler, which, you uh, know, to the credit credit of the comedians that you brought, they dealt with it perfectly. Dude, yeah, the
3: best part about that is <laughs> this is the most Texas thing ever, right? <laughs> so that fucking heckler, he was uh, he was fucking hammered, he was annihilated, yep. mm-hmm. and so they moved into the back of the room. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys saw that, I saw that, but then they kept talking, and so I was like, I looked at his boys and I was like, guys, you gotta, and they were like, oh, okay. I go my bad so then um, they look at him again I look at him again I go guys and they go kept they were like our bad and they kept going and then I walked over I go guys one more time I'm so sorry if you do it again I have to kick you out Yeah. and they go no problem and they grabbed their boy and, and they-, they walked them out and there I was like go.
1: Are you almost like what? Like how would that right. have gone in Boston?
3: It w- anywhere, <laughs> anywhere. It's so fucking hard because yeah. these yeah. people, like, I don't know what gets into people where they decide, like, I would like to spend money, mm-hmm. yeah, to go to a. It's the one, one of like a handful of places where you're not allowed to talk to do it. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, to me. Yeah. I don't. Mm-hmm. I just don't get it. It's I don't understand thing it. for
0: a hooker and not having sex with her. Like yeah. what? what are you doing? What are you yeah. doing? Mm-hmm. Like
3: go to a regular fucking bar. Yeah, yeah. And it's another thing where it's like, hey, it was a bar. They had a comedy show going. We didn't know what was going on. This is the bar we go to. Right. Relatively understandable when it's a ticketed event or like mm-hmm. a comedy show at a theater. Like yeah. people, yeah. people will go get like Bill Burr tickets and talk through it, mm-hmm. dude crazy
0: Cause they want a shot
1: with Bill Burr. I get. I don't know.
3: Yeah. Do they think Well, it's think like they, they
1: think like they're gonna make them laugh. Like mm. I think there are people that are like, I'm gonna make the comedian laugh.
3: Yeah. And heckling, heckling and talking, it's like two different mentalities, right? Mm. Like heckling is, right. yeah, I want to show you that I'm as funny as you. Mm. And there's some funny fucking hecklers out there. <laughs> I've gotten hit before. I was just like, you <laughs> went, <that> was funny. <laughs> good point. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. Yeah. That was awesome. That was Fair. good. <laughs> really, really well done. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then other times I'm just like, you're fucking stupid. Shut yeah, the fuck yeah. up. Right. Well, you also yeah. had a talker
0: behind us, and I, it, mm. it was one of those that was, like, soft, but I was, like, I looked at you, and I was like, are we going to have to- Like, are we like, going to have- But it he was, was the last was, comic. It so. was the last- It was-
1: Tony said that he was really talking through, and, like, he was explaining every joke to, <laughs> to his, his girlfriend. Mm. Tough. Just so many- Just, I want- And, like, all- th- Me, my friend, and Seth, at different points, looked back at him, just what like- are you doing? Yeah.
3: That's a good way. Just the look is like. Please. Some people will be like, "Don't take the look." While they go, "What." What? Fuck, fuck do, you what do you want What do you want? Yeah. What do you want? Why we are you should, looking at me? I'm the guy
1: that's like, okay, if we're going to do this, we're doing it. Like, that would be awesome. Somebody should fight at, at the show.
3: <laughs> that would be sick. See, I, what, <laughs> I <laughs> wanted to
1: punch Hayden in the face yeah. that whole time, but I thought, like, this is Joe's first show. Right. Hmm. We should have I a
3: night don't... where we fight the hecklers after the show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <It's> <laughs>
1: like, we no, should no, have it, a fight club.
0: We're not kicking you out. We're putting you over here. We're Wait here, and we're going to fight. We should have an actual fight club after Capital Underground. You guys get any fights? also be a ticket to that.
3: When's the last fight you guys got in? Um, Ooh, when's the last fight
0: you the
1: got The last in? actual fist fight I got in was in church. Uh, <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's awesome. It was,
1: it was in the youth building of Andrews First yeah. Baptist Church when I was Jesus hits hard Seventeen. Texas. Um, This guy and a, a couple of guys had like TP'd our house, like toilet papered it. It's a big and thing down
3: here, right? I apparently I like <laughs> I did it when we would visit my cousins in Alabama. My nice. aunt get, would take us to T P people's so houses. Funny. It was awesome.
1: And yet, like, you know, every once in a while it was fun, but I we were just raised like that's do other that, people's yeah. property. Yeah, yeah I, I like a good prank and I like mm. messing with people, but yeah. if it turns into like you have to clean up someone else's mess, I'm just yeah. not about it. And they were toilet papering us, but my dad and I were awake. So we went outside and they drove off, but they like almost hit my dad with the car. Oh, shit. And I knew whose car it was. And funnily enough, I played in the worship band at church with them and it was Saturday night. So Mm. I, I saw it and knew like, I'm going to start a fight in church tomorrow. Nice. Um, and so I walked into church that morning and I just pummeled this kid. um, Nice beat his ass yeah oh dude i like i got kicked out of the youth band pretty quickly um, that's pretty sick though yeah way to the, take it dude, oh, way dude to fucking i can handle the situation i like to fight kind of but yeah the next day i was a sophomore he was a senior and he was trying he said like he got in a fight and he won and he was like all bloodied up like black and blue and my knuckles were black mm-hmm. and i had like no other marks on me that's and so yeah it was fun what have you been in any little scraps or anything or
3: yeah, I punched a guy in the face at Container Bar like three months ago. <laughs> um, you and everybody else in this town. Yeah, no, no it was uh, B- Clive. I always get him mixed up because uh, yeah, Clive yeah, is yeah. the bar that's made out of containers. Yeah. And Container Bar, rest in peace, no longer. Yeah, no longer a thing. Been knocked mm-hmm. down. But uh, was a friend of mine, this girl, it's her birthday. <laughs> yeah. Blacked out, hammered, being obnoxious. Sure. Um, she bumped into this guy. He, got, he, he was like, watch it, bitch. Oh no. And uh, so, you know, she starts arguing with him. I jumped in and he goes, what are you going to do about it? And I was like, <laughs> 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 no, exactly what I'm going to do about it. And I grabbed him. I hit him with one of these, just like this. Cause I, that's yeah, yeah. how close we were and just cross checked him into the wall. Yeah. And immediately people just started grabbing us and he threw a punch and got me right over the back of it. And I was just <laughs> yeah. like, great wailed hit him right yeah. in the nose we got separated bouncers came up pointed at me i go me and they go yeah and i go all right and they just walked out of the bar yeah and i was like you guys have a great night and they were like what and i was like yeah dude yeah dude. see you guys I later hit him. so they you were like man that's the most yeah, yeah. chill guy we've ever had to throw yeah, out yeah, yeah. see you later <laughs> and they, and, you played hockey right or until i was 10 i was okay, yeah. wicked bad at it dude. <laughs> dude, i was still
0: like even if you play young, you have that like you yeah. know scrap what to do mentality. yeah there's that scrap yeah. those
3: guys that i grew up with that, with that played until yeah. like i grew up playing with a lot of guys that kept playing into college and yeah. into juniors and they were fucking crazy like, really? like <laughs> yeah dude wins. like when we were in college like just just would go out hoping someone would <laughs> Right. They would pick team, Praying yeah, someone yeah. would fuck with them. Yeah. yeah. Like I remember like literally a guy picking up another guy, spiking him onto a table and just going, I will feed you your fucking <laughs> teeth. And the guy was like, well, like, Cool, I'm done. Yeah, dude, I'm going home. It was it was wild. Um Yeah, I had some, I love those guys, but (laughs) they, they crack me up so much, dude. Just some of the funniest people, my friends from home were fucking funny, really, real funny guys. Like a lot of them way funnier than me. They just had no interest and they, you know, they're all doing all different variety ranges of shit. One of them's a fucking doctor. One of them's not doing anything at all. You know, it's (laughs) fucking great. It's a a great group of boys. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Really is. My friend, the funniest guy I've ever met is a fucking pediatrician now, which cracks me up. He's a pediatrician. He's brilliant. He got kicked out of our high school for smoking weed. What? <laughs> yeah. Smoking weed in high school. He got kicked out junior year. Went to another school. Got into another college. Made, like, almost a 4 And then mailed his medical school acceptance letter to the old principal of the high school. I That's love a, that. I true love True that. G. He should have put a dime moves. bag in yeah. there, too. Just, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <It's> just <laughs> for, like, <laughs> like yeah. Like true yeah. fucking G, dude. Kid. The best. I love that motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. Well, dude, yeah. We're about
1: to wrap yeah. it up. Uh, I, got, I got two questions. You take the last one. Yes. Um, just, I mean, we talked about the Austin scene. Mm-hmm. How, how is you know as a northeastern guy moved around a lot? How, how have you liked coming to Texas? How has Texas treated you?
3: Texas has been cool. I feel like I don't know Texas very well because I feel like Austin is not necessarily Texas. Austin is Austin. It's a place in Texas. Yeah, mm-hmm. for it's sure. in Texas, but I mean. You go an hour north or south of here, and you get back into <laughs> you get back into Texas. Texas. Mm-hmm. Shit, yeah, bro. So, um, I've loved being in the state. My mom's from Alabama, so I know the South. I know Texas is not the South, but it's it's don't it, associate us with those people. Yeah. But. Okay. Okay. No. No. They're no. They're cool. But fucking, I love. Texas. Mm-hmm. And I've, I've loved to get out and see it. I need to get out more. Like, Dean brought yeah. me to fucking Flow Fest the other weekend and we drove through <laughs> some fucking places on the yeah, way there where yeah. I was Back, like... Yeah.
1: Dean's coming on on Friday, by yeah. the way. Oh,
3: he's the best, dude. Yeah. You'll have a blast. Dude, ask so him strong. about his dad. Just, okay. yeah, just, yeah, yeah. just
1: ask about his yeah. dad.
3: Just ask about the way he was raised. Not necessarily his <laughs> oh, dad, yeah. but... I mean, dude, like, I grew up in the suburbs of Connecticut. It's a... Motherfucker was raised on a rodeo. Like, it's <laughs> yeah. mo- his dad was literally a fucking cowboy Yeah, in the 2000s. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. Like, yeah. he's a fucking cool dude. So, he's worth asking about shit for sure. Yeah, I loved him
0: Okay. All right, our last question. We haven't gotten to ask this in a while. I know, it's been
3: a while. Joey Bagels. Yes, sir.
0: What does it mean to you to be a Texan?
3: Oh, goddamn, okay. Is this another question that is well more suited for dean allen stanfield (laughs) because dean was telling me the history of texas Mm -hmm. as we drove through this place and was showing me where all the battles happened on the way down oh oh, we all in the brazos oh yeah Yeah, show me all this stuff but he was uh all right i like that texas was the only state in the republic to be fully independent at one point right Mm -hmm. and i think there's a lot of that energy not so much in connecticut but in vermont right Mm -hmm. like it's fucking i don't know it's do your own thing, man. You got mm-hmm. motherfucking cowboys down here. You got gay people. You got trans people. You got Republicans. You got Democrats. You do you. Mm-hmm. Every This is like, in San Francisco, it's like you do you, but really, not really. But not do, at but all. But like, do, yeah. do, do
0: you, but do the way we do it.
3: Exactly. Yeah, yeah. You're allowed to fucking be yourself down here. Yeah. I love it. I feel like, I don't know, being a Texan is being you. That's it. It's yeah, pretty generic. Yeah, Texan but is being you. No, that's a no great I like how it, you got there, though. What do you guys think? What does it mean to you guys to be a oh, Texan? Man. I mean-
1: to be a Texan is to be you is one of the best ones I've gotten. It's a good one. I like it. Um, Man, it's to it's to do what you love, to share it with others, and to encourage
0: others to do the same. Love yeah. it, dude. I've always said it's kind of the same thing, having a kind heart and a free spirit. Fuck yeah, man. Yeah.
3: And I think like do, bringing people in to do the same thing that you want to do, I've been yeah. actively trying to recruit for this gym, and I think i got to stop. You know what I mean? Because I've been telling <laughs> t- I've been telling too many people. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, do I do I really want all, all the hungry? Do I want all of you yeah. guys? Yeah, <laughs> you, you go
0: to one community workout and you're like, this gym's smaller than I thought it was. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, dude. Yeah.
3: That community workout was bonkers on it's, Saturday.
0: It's beautiful, man. I, I love the I just love the ethos of Texas. Yeah. I really do.
3: I think this place really does summarize like the vibe of it too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sort of like uh you got a lot of different people. You got uh you got people, you got girls, and you're gonna try to sell you stem cells. <laughs> you, you got powerlifting bros. You got guys that stretch a lot, you yeah. know. And it's everybody's just fucking vibing out. Heck yeah, yeah. Man. You got motherfuckers with bands and sticks doing this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's uh, it's cool, man. It's awesome to see. Heck yeah, man. Yeah. Well, dude, we appreciate you so much. Where can
1: people follow you? Uh, uh, Capital yes, Underground, cloak uh, at the cloakroom Thursday nights. Get your tickets. But where can we Fuck follow yeah. you? Fuck yeah.
3: So um, you can find me on Instagram, TikTok. Actually, don't go on TikTok. Delete <laughs> delete your TikTok right now. you stealing your data. Yep, exactly. Delete your and TikTok. you been to China. So Instagram's TikTok night. already
0: anyway, so... Exactly. Yeah, Instagram
3: yeah. is everything you're going to find on there. Uh, Instagram, at Joe Bagley Comedy. On YouTube, Joe Bagley. It's easy to find... Even if you put it in the Google, it'll Heck show yeah. up. So yeah. uh, track me down, say hello. If you shoot me a DM on Instagram, I do respond. So, he is so also kind man. A we appreciate you. Appreciate it, boys. You're a master
1: of your craft. You got only good things in store. Thanks for coming by. Thanks, boys. Same to you. Thanks so much. Heck yeah.
3: Bye, Bye, y'all.
1: y'all.